0: welcome to the matt morgan coaching podcast the fact that you're listening means you're ready to be inspired and empowered to take your life love and leadership to the next level Hello, my friends. It's Matt Morgan. Welcome back to the final week of the series of how to find and keep love. The last two weeks, we've unpacked the insecure person, which is the anxious or the avoidance style. And today at the precipice of this, we reach the style we want to grow to become more like, which is the secure attached style. And we are predicating this entire series off of this phenomenal book called Attach, which is about the new science of adult attachment and how you can find and Keep Love. And it's written by Dr. Amir Levine and Rachel Heller. And if you haven't had a chance yet, I invite you to pick up that book. It's especially if you're single and want to date or you're currently in the dating game. But this is good for all of us, whether you're engaged or married as well. And it'll probably answer a lot of questions for you if it hasn't already of like why you or your partner are the way they are. And so as we unpack the secure partner, I just want you to understand what's so powerful about the secure person. And we've kind of give examples already. Some people might be thinking, "Well, why do we even talk about the secure person? I mean, like we all know, like they're the boring people who are stable and great in relationships. Is there anything more to say? Well, actually, yeah, we want you to be able to understand with clarity what a secure person actually looks like so that you too can become that person if you're not already. And so secure people's emotional system, you guys, unlike the other two styles, they don't get too riled up in the face of threat as the anxious person does. But in the same front, they don't shut down either as the avoidance style does. And so secure people have this incredible ability to maintain a high level of relationship satisfaction and commitment and trust. Now that's huge because trust is the currency of relationship, right? People are like bank accounts. And every time you do something stupid, it makes a withdrawal. Every time you do something smart, it adds a deposit. And what's so cool about secure people is they understand that, you know what, maybe sometimes you make withdrawals, but those are the exceptions, not the rule. Insecure people focus on the exceptions as the rule. They focus on the things that you didn't do that created a distrust. And they make that the center of their world thinking that's everything. Where secure people don't do that. They just say, you know what? That happened, but that's not the litmus test of who you are are. And on the flip side, you know, insecure people revealed a decrease of all three of these areas of satisfaction, commitment, and trust. And so this is why it's so powerful if you want to find and keep love. So I want to give you some 12 insights in terms of tactics that secure people use that are really powerful in terms of using in everyday life in order to bond and attach. Well, number one is you guys, they're reliable and they're consistent. Their yes is yes and their no is no. And that's a beautiful thing to add and build trust in a relationship. Number two, they make decisions with you, right? Unlike, you know, maybe the avoidant person who makes unilateral decisions without you and hope you don't come or the anxious person who makes decisions, but they don't actually tell you your expectations. They just expect that you know your expectations. And then when you fail to do that, they hold it against you, right? They don't do that with you. They just say, hey, let's have a conversation about expectations together. Let's talk about this before you want to know if you want to avoid countless hours. Of needless bickering. Just talk about your expectations and decisions before the event happens. It's a game changer. Number three, they have a flexible view of relationships, meaning they are willing to learn and say, you know what, you have a better idea than I do. And so I'll change my opinion and therefore my actions. That's what's powerful about them. Number four, they communicate relationship issues really well. Number five, they can reach a compromise during arguments because they have this perspective that we're on the same team. Insecure people, they feel like maybe it's you versus me. The avoidant thinks that, oh my gosh, it's you against me and you're going to ruin my autonomy. And so I need to protect myself against you. You know, the insecure person who's anxious feels like, oh my gosh, are you going to leave me, cheat on me? Are you mad at me? And so I need to try to do something to get back on the same team. The secure person already realizes we're on the same team. When you're on the same team wearing the same jersey, it has a profound effect on the way you play the game. In short teamwork makes the dream work, baby. (laughs) And so when it comes to conflict, oh my gosh, they enter as a student rather than a teacher, which is why they're able to compromise during arguments. Number six, you guys, they're not afraid of commitment or dependency. They live out of what we talked about last week, which was interdependence. Not two people independent, two ships passing in the night, not codependent, one person's needy and the other person needs to be needed, but they're interdependent. They're standing like the letter M where they can stand on their own two feet and yet they choose to lean into one another and realize that we can go further faster together than we ever could on our own. How powerful is that? That's number six. Number seven, they don't actually view The relationship as hard work. They just say, Our relationship is beautiful. That's why I love it. And so it just flows. Number eight, they have a closeness to you that actually creates further closeness it's like vulnerability breeds vulnerability and they're not afraid of that number nine they introduce you to your friends and family even early on during the dating relationship because again they're not trying to say like are you the one and only that's out there they're saying hey I choose to be with you because the one I choose is the one for me and so they'll say okay I'm gonna go ahead and introduce you to my friends and family and not try to hide you from other people even early on in the dating relationship number 10 they naturally express feelings with you and are quick to forget give. That is one of the most beautiful parts about being a secure individual is that you can share your emotions, even if they're conflicting emotions with your partner, because the goal is to get on the same team and be unified. And they know that conflict is actually an opportunity for unity. Most people don't see it that way. Other insecure types see it as like conflict. That's terrible. That will disrupt our relationship. And so just play it safe, act fake, don't communicate my intentions. But the opposite is true. It's like we actually, if we want to be unified. We need to get through this conflict together. And then even when I screw up or you screw up, I am quick to forgive myself and you. Now forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean like I remember it no more. I pretend like it didn't happen or it's totally okay. So I can be a doormat and you can walk over me. That's not what they mean. They understand that I choose to release you from myself and no longer hold a proverbial file cabinet that I can pull out later to keep score, which goes into number 11. They don't play games. They don't keep score. They don't say, oh, yeah, well, you did this last time. I mean, some of us, let's be honest, you know, we're like archaeologists. Our ability to dig up the past, it's incredible. And so they don't do that. They just say, hey, that was in the past. I've released you of that. I've released myself of that. And we're going to move forward together. That's a powerful thing. If you want to be competitive, be competitive with your partner, right? Not against your partner. That's same team mindset. And number 12, they are mentally flexible, you guys. I mean, they understand the difference between criticism and being critical. Some people who are insecure, they can't do that. We say things like, you know, I just have a hard time. I take everything personally. You ever said that or have your partner say that? What's up with that? Well, that's an insecurity. When you give people permission to speak into your life, and that's a very important caveat, right? If you don't give somebody permission to speak into your life, it doesn't matter what they say. Hey, let me tell you what's up. Well, great. Who asked you? I didn't. So even if they're right, they're wrong in their approach. But in a relationship, when you give somebody permission to give constructive criticism that is actually bent to helping the other person and they are invited to do that, the secure person is actually willing to consider their ways and necessary revise their beliefs and strategies. You guys, how cool is that? Now being critical is different. Nobody likes being critical. Being critical is just mudslinging and trying to hurt the person with no actually benefit. To them. It's just making you feel better by mudslinging, okay? Nobody should be flexible on that. Secure people will actually create a boundary and not let that come in emotionally. So, what's interesting is this what happens when a secure person starts dating, engaged, or married to an insecure person? How does the insecure person interact, right? What an amazing question. I want to answer that question by showing you a story from Logan. He's engaged, he's 34 years old. When he was going through his own premarital coaching, experience. He told his fiance, Mary, he's like, you know what? I've only dated three people in my whole life, including Mary, my fiance. And we met a couple of years ago, he said. And he says, I remember Mary was actually extremely unsettled by that fact. And she kept grilling me about my past relationships. And when she realized I really had told her the truth about all my relationships and I wasn't holding anything back, she actually looked puzzled and asked if I hadn't felt I was missing out on something. Like maybe she she was worried that I was by myself for too long or that I wasn't going to find, you know, someone else better. And honestly, Logan just said, I never actually thought I wouldn't be with somebody one day. It just never even crossed my mind. He's had his own share of disappointments in life, but he just figured that when the time is right, it would happen. And it did. And he said, I knew I loved Mary almost immediately. And I told her so. And he said, when did she reciprocate? He's like, I'm not actually even sure when you first told me you loved me. I just knew you were crazy about me even before you ever ever told me that now here's what makes logan secure there's several clues that you can tell about his secure attachment style number one he's not preoccupied with the relationship do you notice that i mean he's not fearing remaining alone he doesn't even remember exactly when she said i love you you know it's kind of like oh yeah like i just know that you've always have been and so that's a sign of not being overly preoccupied with the relationship and so that rules out the anxious attachment style okay it probably sounds like, though, Mary might be anxious for the reasons of saying, like, oh my gosh, are you okay? You know, are you sure that I'm going to be the one that's going to be right for you? And she needs some reassurance. And he just reassures her. And the question remains, though, whether he's an avoidant or a secure style. And I think there are several indicators, guys, that rule out the avoidant style. First, he seems to be very forthcoming with Mary about his past relationships. He puts all of his cards on the table. He's not annoyed by her nosiness, okay? He doesn't embellish his Romantic history as an anxious style might do. And second, he feels comfortable expressing his feelings for Mary very early on, which is typically a secure trait. I mean, if he were avoidant, he'd be more likely to send mixed signals. Okay. Also, notice, you guys, that he doesn't even engage in any kind of game playing. He doesn't keep track of when Mary reciprocates. He's just simply true to himself and acts in the most genuine manner without letting other considerations rule. And guess what happened to Mary? She becomes more secure. Why? Because her anxious style gets deactivated and she's able to be calm. So what's really cool is when you date a secure person, you become like your partner in that way, which is so, so powerful. So the question a lot of people then ask are like, okay, well, how in the world do you spot a secure person, right? I mean, secure people, do they fit some sort of like charisma or personality trait or do they have blonde hair and blue eyes? Like, what do they look like? You know, are they 30 years old and introverted and the chemical engineer? Are they the 27 year old movie producer who's extroverted and doesn't seem to know a stranger? Right? The answer is there is no specific personality trait, charisma. Both of those people could be secure people. Secure people come in every possible shape, size, and form. And so there is though something that distinguishes them firsthand. And I'm going to see if you can spot it in Janet's story. Okay. But Janet, she's 41 years old and she's married. She's married to a dude named Stan. They've been married for about seven years. And Janet is finding herself overwhelmed by the amount of work she's left unfinished before the weekend. And so now it's Monday. She wakes up on Monday in a state of dread. You ever experience this? We call them the case of the Mondays. Most of us have, right? Well, Janet's convinced you guys, and she's convinced herself that there's no way, you know, that she would ever be able through this enormous pile on her desk and her situation be able to feel competent and be able to move forward. And so what she does in her own despair and insecurity is she turns it on to her husband Stan, who's just lying in bed beside her, and out of nowhere, she just starts going at him, telling him how disappointed she was in his business progress and how worried she was that he wasn't going to make it as an entrepreneur (laughs) what now stan like any of us was taken back like where is this coming from first of all good morning second of all what now here's what's so powerful about what he does as a secure person he did not react instead he did what secure people do he responded to janet's attack without any visible trace of animosity whatsoever i mean check out what he said he said calmly babe I understand that you're frightened too, but if you're trying to encourage me to be more efficient at work, which you often do, babe, this is not the best way to do it. (laughs) Now, when you're not attached, you know it's very easy to look at this kind of situation from an outside perspective and be like, oh yeah, I could do that. It's easy when it's easy. But when you're invested in a relationship, anybody who's listening to this right now and you're in a relationship, you know how hard what Stan just did is, don't you? Because Janet was no exception. She was dumbfounded by Stan's response. And she knew he was right and that she's been expressing only her concerns and seeing that she actually started tearing up and Stan then offers the driver to work, makes her a cup of coffee, gets her in the car and you know what she did? she apologized to Stan. She hadn't meant that stuff she said. She told him, you know what? I've been in such an emotional funk this morning that everything just seemed dreary to her. You guys, it was then that she realized what a wonderfully supportive husband that Stan is. I mean, if he would have reacted instead of responded like I know I've done it in the past and attack back, he would have been right but wrong at the top of his voice. Secure people recognize you guys that in moments like these, you can choose to be right and defend yourself or be in love. But you can't have it both ways at the same time in the same moment. Because if you do, you're bringing on World War III in your relationship, right? Think about it. If he would have reacted instead of responded, she wouldn't have stayed collected at all. She wouldn't have been able to collect enough to be able to see what was really going on, right? The conversation beneath the conversation, she would have just reacted based on his reaction. And then all of a sudden you have what I call a crazy cycle going on. Stan's ability, don't miss this, to handle the situation this way is a true emotional gift. And Janet said afterwards, you know what? I have to remember how good it feels to be on the receiving end of that and offer some of that to Stan in the future. Conclusion Stan is bringing Janet closer to being secure. Isn't that amazing? Now, again, we don't get this perfectly. And if you're a secure person, it doesn't mean you don't screw up and make mistakes. I have, you know, built my life to try to be a healthy emotionally person and work on this too. But I still got issues myself. I remember, you know, Sarah and I, one of the things that she does to deactivate me sometimes when I get crazy, we have an inside joke. And if this helps you, use it. But I remember a couple of years ago, we were watching this YouTube channel where we saw the hot, crazy mate. If you get a chance, Google it. It's freaking hilarious. It's got about 10 million views. The Hot Crazy Matrix. Basically, you guys, it's got this super geeky guy, you know, on a whiteboard. I think he's got a gun in his holster on the side. It's hilarious. And he's talking about the hot, crazy axis between, you know, how to be able to determine if someone's going to be wife worthy. And it's all satire. It's all a joke. But he ends up talking about how, like, the super crazy ones are any hairdressers or anyone named Tiffany. (laughs) Now, keep in mind, if you're a hairdresser or anyone named Tiffany, Tiffany I'm sure you're an amazing person okay so don't get offended by that but it's so funny and so as a result in our own relationship whenever I get a little bit crazy and I act like Janet in this story above it's so incredible Sarah will look at me calmly and she'll say Tiffany come here. And she gives me a hug and she doesn't react. She responds. And just saying Tiffany with that inside joke, it cuts the craziness out of me and brings me to security in our relationship. And it helps me. And that's an incredible way where Sarah doesn't react, but she responds. And that only humor actually helps me reset myself. So if you like that, if you've seen that, or if you want to go see that, and if that helps you, go ahead and use it. But it's an incredible, incredible, hilarious YouTube Thing. But now here's the deal. You guys, studies show that secure people have more unconscious access to themes like love and hugs and closeness, and they have less access to danger and loss and separation. Okay, that doesn't mean they're naive. They just choose to trust faster. Now, here's the good news that I'm trying to communicate. Unlike IQ, that doesn't change all that much as we age, everything we're talking about in this entire series with attachment and finding and keeping love is all about. EQ, which is emotional intelligence. And guys, being a secure person can be taught, meaning you can change. Emotional intelligence can actually grow. So there's hope. So don't listen to people who say, oh, people don't change. Yeah, they actually can change. And it's a choice, but you can change an in emotional intelligence. I mean, how awesome is that? My entire online coaching experience that I have, whether you're single and want to date, whether you're dating, engaged, or married is precious. Dedicated and dedicated to taking specific steps, becoming the best. Version of you so that you can bond with other people because you guys, so many married people problems are really just single people problems that we drag from our past, like, you know, an anxious style or an avoidance style, and that we bring into our present. And what happens? It can start to affect our future, which is why if you're single right now and listen to this, you guys, you've got to lean into this because you have an incredible opportunity to lean into this stuff now so that you can hit the ground running in finding and keeping love. The bottom line that helps a secure person be secure is their fundamental belief that they're worthy of receiving love. Let me just repeat that again because it's so important. The bottom line that helps make a secure person secure is believing that they're worthy of receiving love, not because of what they've done, but because of who they are. You guys, studies show that people who don't believe they're worthy of love, they become the anxious or the avoidant style. Crazy, isn't it? Our ability to find and keep love stems from your view of yourself. And so with that, as you take the journey to become a secure, healthy, growing individual, I want to invite you to take two steps. Number one, pick up this book attached, you guys. It helps you be able to find your style, your partner's style, and really unpacks even more depth than this podcast goes into. And number two, if you haven't done so already, if you're engaged, if you're dating, if you're single, if you're married, and you want to take your relationships, even at work, to another level, I want to invite you to Go online to MattMorgan.com, simply click on online coaching, and there's an entire experience for you there. Now, here's the deal a wise man once told me, Hey, Matt, I can't fill your cup, but I can empty mine. And my entire online coaching experience is my entire life's work of me emptying my cup so that you may become the best version of yourself individually and as a couple. So I hope this series has blessed you, benefited you, share it with your friends, and we'll see you next week as we start a new series around the topic of parenting. Cheers for now. Thanks for listening to the Matt Morgan Coaching Podcast. Subscribe below, share it with your friends, and if you want to take your life, love, or leadership to the next level, check us out online at mattmorgan.com.